Om Namo Narayanaya. We are reading the Shiksa Patri of the Swami Narayana sect. Came across this and thought it was really interesting. So this is the second part. The whole thing is just one long part, but for ease of these videos and digesting it, I've just kind of thematically chopped it up. But this is really my first time reading it from start to finish. If an unlawful act has been committed anywhere by oneself or any other person, no member either of one's own or any other person's body should be on that account mutilated with a weapon of any kind through anger. All theft is prohibited. Even that which is committed under pretense of contributing to religious purposes, nor must such things as wood and flowers that have an owner ever be abstracted without his permission. Let no male or female followers of mine ever commit adultery. Let them shun gaming and similar vices and abstain from all intoxicating liquors and substances such as hemp, etc. Nowhere, except in Jagannatha Puri, let a man accept water or food which has been cooked by one from whom food is not to be taken, that being a person of a low caste, even though that food may have formed the prasada of Krishna, that is, the remains of what has been presented as an offering to Krishna. No calumnious language must be used against anyone for the sake of promoting one's own interest. No abuse of words must ever be spoken. Never use nor listen to profane language against the gods, sacred places, Brahmins, holy women, sadhus, and the Vedas. The remains of the offerings to that goddess to whom flesh and liquor are offered and who is in whose presence the killing of goats, etc., takes place, are not to be eaten. You happen on the road to see before you a temple of Shiva or any other god, having first made a salutation, respectfully enter inside to view the image. Let no one abandon the duties of the class and order to which he belongs, nor practice the religious duties of another, nor have anything to do with those propounded by heretical teachers. The narrative of the exploits of the Lord Krishna should not be heard from the mouth of any person whose words lead one to fall from his worship or from duty. Never tell a truth which is likely to cause serious injury to yourself or to anyone else. Avoid associating with ungrateful persons. Never accept a bribe from any person whatever. Never associate with thieves, wicked or vicious persons heretics, people who are in love, and people who are engaged in dishonest occupations. Never associate with those who, though eager, desire to obtain a wife, wealth, or some sexual gratification, practice sinful acts under pretense of devotion to religion or to sacred knowledge. Never pay attention to those books in which Krishna and his incarnations are impugned by controversial arguments. No unstrained water or milk should be drunk, nor should water containing minute insects be used for such purposes as bathing, etc. Never take medicine which is mixed with spirituous liquor or flesh meat, or which has been prescribed by a physician whose character is unknown. Never allow bodily excretions or excavations or saliva to fall in places prohibited by the Shastras or by public custom. Never enter and leave a house by side entrance or the private door. Never take up your residence in a place belonging to another person without asking the owner's permission. Males ought not to listen to discourses on religious knowledge or to tales about the exploits of heroes from the mouths of women, nor ought they to carry on controversial discussions with females, nor with the king or his officials.
Never speak disrespectfully of religious preceptors or superiors, of those who have gained renown in the world, of learned men, and of those that carry arms. Never do act rashly. Never be slow in a religious duty. Impart to others the knowledge you may receive and daily associate with holy men. Do not go empty-handed to pay a visit to a religious preceptor, a god, or a king. Never betray a trust or violate confidence. Never praise yourself with your own lips. The clothing of my followers should not be of such an improper kind that when put on, the limbs are exposed to view. The worship of Krishna must not be performed without attending to religious duties. Adoration of Krishna should not be abandoned through fear of the reproaches of ignorant people. On religious festivals and on ordinary days, the males and females that go to Krishna's temple should keep separate and not touch each other. Those twice-born persons who have received initiation into the worship of Krishna from a duly qualified religious teacher should always wear on their necks two rosaries made of tulsi wood, one for Rana and one for Krishna, and should make an upright mark on their foreheads. This mark should be made with Gopi Kandana, that is white earth from Davarika, or with sandal which is left from that employed in the worship of Hare Krishna and mixed with saffron. With this erect mark, there ought to be made a round vrita mark with the materials or earth used for pundra or with saffron which has served for the prasada of Radha and Krishna. Those pure shudras who are worshippers of Krishna while practicing their own peculiar duties should, like the twice-born, use a rosary and a vertical mark on the forehead. By those shudra worshippers who are different from the pure shudras, two rosaries made of sandalwood, etc. are to be worn on the throat and only a round mark is to be made on the forehead. Those twice-born of my followers who have inherited from their forefathers the custom of using a rosary of Rutraksha beads, sacred to Shiva, and the three horizontal Shiva marks should not discontinue that practice. Naranyana and Shiva should be equally regarded as manifestations of one and the same universal spirit since both have been declared in the Vedas to be forms of Brahma. In times of slight distress, my adherents shall not chief or by preference follow the laws which are laid down by the Shastras for times of excessive distress. And we will pause there. There's a lot here to digest. A lot of this stuff I think most of us would not be able to do in the modern age. Uh, it, it was very hard in, in American society anyways. But if you pull yourself up and see the bigger picture, there's some really great things here. There was a line I, I just wanted to say. Um, it said, If the narrative of the exploits of Lord Krishna should not be heard from the mouth of any person whose words lead one to fall from his worship or from his duty. That could mean many things, but it just kind of hit me. While I'm not giving the exploits of Krishna, here I am giving the writings of a, a Krishna sect. And I would hope that this channel actually helps your worship. Um, helps you feel committed, helps you feel energized. That's why I'm doing this, um, and for Krishna. So I really hope, like, I'm not falling. I, I'm not failing anyone. So while I'm not following this sex requirements, there's things like that that you can keep in mind for yourself. Let's see, to, uh, you know, to, to, to do things and whatever. I think there's a lot here that is really valuable. Anyways, I'll just leave it there. I'm rambling. Uh, so thank you for listening. Harry Krishna, Harry Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Harry Harry, Harry Rama, Harry Rama, Rama Rama, Harry Harry.